and welcome to the first episode of Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster, the podcast that will serve as a recording of and of a monumental and uh, presumably successful undertaking and also can perhaps serve as a how-to guide to, you know, inspire future generations of writers to, you know, follow in our footsteps, figure out, you know, basically try and copy what we did because uh, this podcast is going to be chronicling our um, journey to writing a massive blockbuster film, perhaps the first of many in a series. We won't get that far ahead of ourselves just yet, but... Hold on, Chris got to yawn real quick. While he's yawning, uh, I'm Matt Shipkowitz, and I have no qualifications to do this. I'm Chris Morgan. I have some qualifications to do this, and that's what makes us a good team. Yep. Uh, we the have... novice and the prince, yep. as the expression goes. Mm-hmm. You know it. And I am the prince, and it's not just because I wear a lot of purple. Uh, yeah. It's, it's also because I am... Uh, second in line to the crown of a magic kingdom that so, magic kingdom so in addition to being the second in line to a magic kingdom you also wear a lot of purple and yeah i've doubled down on my purple. only 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 those who serve in the the courts of a magical kingdom can be princes yep got That's, it great yep okay so this is going to be a kind of a swiss army knife of a podcast in which we're going to Go through kind of the steps of writing a blockbuster, ironing out the beats, and kind of figuring out how to construct a solid story. And then, uh, I'm sure by the end of it, so many people will have caught on to listening. So many producers will be chomping at the bit to produce such a film that they're going to just throw their money at us like we were a couple of mice attacking a wheel of cheese. Uh... Yeah, well, that makes it sound more like we're going after the producers who are the... Well, it's kind of both. We're also going after producers. It's a couple of... uh, It's two uh, groups of mice, uh, both uh, half made of cheese and half made of organic mouse, and they're both trying to eat each other, or at least the the nutrient parts of each other, uh, while the other stays alive to produce a blockbuster film. Does that make sense? It does, although mice are known to eat, like, other mice in a pinch. So, uh, I mean, all parts of that cheese meat mouse could be eaten by another mouse. Like, well, they're all we can only hope that we, we stop before we get to the delicious mouse meat. Mm-hmm. We just want that cheese. The just cheese. That, yeah, that's another, yeah, cheddar, baby. We're trying to get that, <laughs> trying to get that cheddar. Some Parmesan. That's what we want, you know, because, I mean... Nobody goes into the business of writing movies for the prestige. We're in it for the money. We want that big time cash. We want that Shane Black money. That like getting like eight million dollars to like write some words down uh, and then like throw some Christmas shit in there. That's what we want. And we figured the best way to do that was to uh, make a podcast. Well, and also you know to write a movie which we haven't yeah. started yet yeah uh, instead of of just getting to the work of writing out a movie we took on the uh what could be described as pompous and disrespectful role of creating a podcast around writing a movie without putting pen to paper 
Yeah, but I mean, we're gonna be doing that. Well, we're not pentagon. Yeah, we'll but... get to it. We'll do it on the day. Stop yeah. your whining. What but are we'll you be... hustling us for? We'll be typing it into a computer. We will not be actually putting pen to paper. We're not like old timey. We're not like mm. some weird old. Could you imagine? Could David you imagine? E. Ugh. I think it's David E. Kelly, creator of Ally McBeal. When he he'd be like, you know, writing like you know longhand like, Ally, you know, sleeps with Robert Downey Jr. Or Ally sees digitally created dancing baby, and then he drew the baby. Yeah. So he people, drew it flipbook style. That was just a doodle on his on his little legal pad. And then he wrote a song called Hooked on a Feeling, and they told him, this song already exists. You didn't make it up. He's like, no, I wrote that. This is, these are my words. Uga chaka, uga chaka, uga, uga, uga chaka. And then a big legal battle ensued, which is ironic, because Alan McBeal is a show about lawyers, I think. Lucy Liu was on it for a while, and Portia de Rossi, I believe. But none of them will likely be in our movie because none of them are big enough movie stars. Lucy Liu is a pretty big movie star. She was, not anymore. I mean, what's she doing now? Being in elementary with Johnny Lee Miller? I mean, he was a big movie star, too. He was in Hackers <laughs> with Angelina Jolie. And... Oh, if only we could make a Hackers. Oh, God, the money would just pour in if we could make a Hackers. It would be, I mean, we could make a Hackers for a the modern generation. It would be about Bitcoin. Yeah. And, like, and then I, the, the villain played by, like, you know, this time it wouldn't be Fisher Steven. Like, I mean, I guess the villain would probably be somebody of, like, you know, the hacker's age, like, you know, but, like, so now they had aged into being the villain, so they would still be on the rollerblades. And, like, then I guess the, like, current, like, cool hacker types would be riding around those, like, hoverboard sort of things mm-hmm. or whatever. That's yeah. how they would get around. <clears throat> so that's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, but... Hackers for a new age, I mean, it's definitely something to, like, you know, this is an idea that I obviously come up with in a public forum, so I'm, I'm copywriting it right now. I'm going to take this uh, podcast episode, I'm going to uh, download it to a burnt CD, and I'm going to mail it to myself so I have a copyright on it, so nobody can write a Hackers for the current generation mm-hmm. that is now my legal property and intellectual property. So don't even try It's an exciting it. property. Because, I mean... It can be a real big hit movie, but we're looking for something even bigger, an even mm-hmm. bigger and even better blockbuster. You know, the kind of blockbuster that would have been filling the shelves of a blockbuster back yeah. when blockbuster was still an ongoing concern. Back we're in the looking day. to make a West Coast video, so to speak. The type of movie that would be on the shelf of a West Coast video before that went the way of the blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And FYE, for your entertainment. You know, mm-hmm. you go into a mall. Stop by Spencer's Gifts. You stop by Hot Topic. You stop by KB Toys, and you go. I'm gonna go into Fye. I'm gonna Fye. buy the new. I'm gonna buy the new Papa Roach CD, and I'm gonna check out the new movies that are out. You know, see a bunch of like horror movies I've never heard of that went direct to video slash DVD. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're trying to make. A real Sam Goody, uh, a $30 DVD and a $19 CD worth of entertainment mm-hmm. uh, that will never recoup its value again because why were those things so expensive? We'll find out next time on Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster. Yeah, but that's for another time because, I mean, look, I mean, the title is this show promises. You know, it doesn't promise a lot, but it promises something very specific. It promises that Chris and Matt, who are us, we will are be them. writing a blockbuster 
which is a movie that is very successful. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, it's not a genre of movie per se, but no, 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 one of the way it is. But, I mean, like, there's a lot of different kinds of blockbusters. It's kind of like saying animated film or foreign film. They're not really genres. Mm-hmm. But people know what you mean when you say blockbuster. They know you're not oh, making some yeah. sort of, like... Immediately, their head goes right to those shelves of a blockbuster video, looking at all those Skeet Ulrich movies, thinking, yeah. man, should I rent this or should I just leave it here? Yeah, seeing copies of Idle Hands and saying, I love Devin Sawa. I gotta rent this and check it out. And then being introduced to a young actress named Jessica Alba who would go on to many things, such as I think she was in that movie Good Luck Chuck with Dane Cook. She went on to many things, such as a movie I think she might have been in. Yeah, I mean, I know she was in movies. I'm just assuming that was one of them. I think she was like the romantic lead uh, you know, suffering the uh, great indignity of playing somebody who was ostensibly interested in Dane Cook or somebody who looked like Dane Cook and had his mannerisms and personality because, you know, it was a, it was a role that was sort of uh, built around the Dane Cook persona, which was a thing that for a brief period of time could sell a movie because mm-hmm. Hollywood was bankrupt. But now Hollywood is rich. Rich in wonderful ideas, like the idea Louie will be bringing them, you know? And then maybe, who knows, maybe we'll be able to write a Star Wars in the future. And, you know, have a bunch of people on the internet try and boycott us and, have the, and you know, pay to have the film remade because there's too many women and minorities in it for their tastes. They want uh, that's the American dream, to what? remake every movie that you have a problem with. They know that you know the Star Wars movies are allowed one, maybe two females if you want to count Mon Mothma, who's in you know, and one minority, and that's Lando Calrissian. Otherwise, mm-hmm. forget about it. Or the voice hey, of the forget about it. But we're not going to forget about um, you know you, the listenership, who's waiting with bated breath because they want to hear yeah. what kind of great ideas we're going to come up with. They want to know how to write a blockbuster. And if you listen to this podcast, I promise you, 100% guarantee, by the time you're done listening to every episode of this podcast, you will know exactly how to write a blockbuster movie, and you will also be able to say, I was there when... I was there when Kristen Kristen Matt wrote a blockbuster, chronicled it on a podcast, and sold it for a lot of money. I was there for the whole thing. You'll be there. It's like the podcast, I was there too, only... Different because the podcast is about writing a movie. That podcast is about like talking to actors who had small roles in like Dead Poet Society or whatever. So, in this first episode, I think we should begin with how every writer begins every script they've ever written by coming up with a title. Yes, because I mean, how can you write a movie without a title? I don't know. It's like, it's like, uh, that's like, uh, you know, wearing a hat without a head. Yeah. It's it's like uh, wearing a pair of earrings without a head. It's like uh, eating a sandwich without a mouth. It's like uh, wearing a sandwich without a head. It's like uh, being a sandwich without a sandwich. Indeed. You know, because if you don't have a title, you don't know what your movie's going to be about. The title is mm. like, that's all you, I mean, it's like, when you see a title, it's like Schindler's List. You know what that's about because it's got a title. Spielberg started with that title, and he's like, I know what it's going to be. It's going to be about a list belonging to a guy named Schindler. I'm going to go from there. 
Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Boom. You know, um, uh, Uncle Boon Me who could recall past lives. It's, it's, I mean, that's like a, almost a full sentence there for a title. A funny thing happened on the way to a forum. You know there's going to be a forum. You know a funny thing's going to happen on the way there. And, you know, without that, you're just, you know, you might as well just be, you know, typing keys at random. I'd just be like, just gobbledygook. Because if you don't have a title, you are useless. You don't know what kind of movie you're making. Because, like, if the title's, like, funny, you can have, like, it be, like, a funny movie. But if your title's not funny, or, like, if it's funny, you don't want to be making a real serious drama or an action mm-hmm. film. And we could be making a comedy. We could be making an action film. We could be making some sort of... Who knows at this point? Well... We will not... We will not be what? making a serious... I say we will not be making, like, a serious drama because those no. do not make a lot of money. They're not blockbusters. Mm-hmm. They bring home awards. But what do I need an Oscar for? We're, t- we're only we're only trying to get technical awards here. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, you know we want to be the people who get you know they want to acknowledge like the big money movies. So mm-hmm. like, they throw them like an award for like you know like uh, visual effects or like sound design, sound editing. That's what we want. We want those categories. We do not want best actor. We do not want best cinematography. We probably don't want best song either. That's mostly for animated movies these days, and we're not looking. I mean, we want real deal actors, animation. That's you know, that's child's play, and we also we mm. probably don't want to make child's play. That's already no. been done. We do not want this movie to be about, um, you know, a doll that comes to life and kills people or Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Uh, you know. Another but, thing we don't want to do is name this movie Ballistic X versus Sever. That would be a huge mistake. That movie. I mean, once you write a title like that, you're screwed. Cause yeah, how you, you turn better have movie? you better have X and Sever going at it. And, yeah, and even if so, I mean, if it doesn't, if they're not ballistic, and it's really hard to make people ballistic on screen, you're mm-hmm. not. People are gonna say, "I was promised ballistic characters. These are not ballistic characters. I love you know X. I love Sever. They're both great, without yep. a doubt. And they're facing each other. It's amazing. Lucy. That's Lou, Lucy Lou for you. She's a great she's movie star. So maybe we should consider her. I don't know. Uh, perhaps. I mean, she was in both Charlie's Angels movies. I mean, so there's also that. Here's another good idea that you shouldn't do if you're just thinking of a title of a new franchise or action move is uh, naming your 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 film something like Transformers Four because that's, because that's already a movie and mm-hmm. also uh, you you can't just start with the fourth. You can't just start with the fourth no. movie of a franchise. They tried and that then, with what? You gonna Let- go back and make the yeah. first three again? That's crazy. They tried that with Lettered Part Six, and look how what happened with that. Bill Cosby's mm. going to prison. <laughs> so you do not want to start with that. You mm-hmm. do not, and you do not want to try and make a prequel. You know, because that's not a story people are interested in anymore. You know, they don't yeah. want to know about what happened in those first five parts. We just want to that. That's part of history. We want to sweep under the rug. Like so much dirt and so much dust bunnies who would be good stars for like an animated feature about a bunch of dust bummy bunnies who are hippity hopping around in their magical land under the rug. But that's not what we're doing here because that's not gonna. We need to make uh, some sort of classic PG 13 comedy or action film or maybe an action comedy like a 21 Jump Street, which I know is an R rated movie. It's not PG 13. But if you want to have a real good blockbuster, you want it to not seem like it's kid stuff, so you don't make it PG. <laughs> but you don't want to keep you know kids from being able to see it, so you go PG thirteen. Yeah, 
You one, don't want you don't want yeah. people thinking that we're Deadpool, that we're both Deadpool, no. do you? I do not want anybody to think I'm Deadpool. I want a movie that can use the word fuck once in a non-sexual context, and that's it. And because that's also a real writer's challenge, like to know you have that one fuck at your disposal. Mm-hmm, and but knowing, when do you use it? Exactly. It's it's you know it's like it limits you, and that's exciting because if you can just say as much as you want. Then like you're like Quentin Tarantino, and the next thing you know, Uma Thurman's getting injured in a car accident because you're a reckless and dangerous, you know. Uh, you keep jumping to the worst case scenarios, <laughs> so from Letter Part Six to prison, from writing a screenplay like Quentin Tarantino to just some just a, a famous actor just being horribly injured in a in a in an accident that might have been caused by you allegedly. Yes. Indeed. So, you know, I'm just preparing us. I know, you know, we're obviously going to end up being very successful at the end of this. But, you know, you still want to be careful. You don't want to fly too close to the sun. You want to fly just to the right amount up to the sun. You want that little bit of sun. Like, you want to be feeling, you want to get, you know, because, like, sun's out, gun's out. So, you know, you got your wings of wax on and you got your arms out there like you're getting a nice tan you can work on your tanage buddy Polly Shore style he's not going to be in this movie he's no longer a star but you don't want to get too close you just want to be at just the right level of sunness and that's what we're going to be at with this podcast we're going to fly close to the sun but not too close mm-hmm. so what are we going to call this thing well that's you know well it needs hmm, definitely I feel like we need to have a colon in the title because definitely I mean, the more the more uh, like kind of punctuations that uh, intensify the name. So a colon, a dash, uh, no commas. No one likes commas no. in the title. If you got commas, it's like that we went the the thief, the cook, the wife, and her, her lover. Yeah, or you got That's a real Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy situation if you wanna if you wanna. Mm-hmm. And that's that that's not an action movie. No, it is not. But, you know, colon also, because whatever you put after that colon, it makes it feel like, oh, this is the first in a series of movies. It's like, if you got something after that colon, it's like, you know, if you do that right from the beginning, you, a lot of times you have to wait for like a second. It's like, you have Sherlock Holmes, then you have Sherlock Holmes colon, Game of Shadows. But if you put something, if it had been like on the first movie, Sherlock Holmes colon, Game of Shadows, it's very bold because it lets you know we're planning on having more than one of these. You know, Captain America colon, the first adventure. They didn't need to do that. It was the first Captain America movie. They didn't know if they were going to do any more, but, well, they probably did actually, because that's how Marvel does things, but Mm -hmm. that's what we need to do. We need to be like Marvel, because they're the kings of Hollywood. Yeah. You know? So, we want to be like them. We don't want to be like, you know, DC and just call your movie The Justice League or just Wonder Woman or just Batman v Superman colon Donna Justice, which is a Actually, bad that's example. kind of what we're looking for, I think. Well, they had yeah. a period in there, so I think that that's what screwed them up. And the V, I think they made it lowercase, which was, I mean, yeah. I know it's technically correct, but people like a big V. That's mm-hmm. why they love V for Vendetta. And that's why they love Rocky V. Exactly. Exactly. But also, you have to be careful because I bet some people thought when they were, like you know they saw the ads for V for Vendetta and they thought five for Vendetta. I don't. I didn't see the first four. I can't go see this movie. I'll it's be that lost. Transformers four problem all over again. Yeah. You can't just start with five for Vendetta. Mm-hmm. And then you know you don't start with five for fighting that band that was had that song Superman who was in mm. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. 
But yeah, so we need Superman something. Or the, or the band was in that, that movie. What we need is something. <laughs> something before. The. Okay. I just, yeah, something before. And just, you know, people, you know, listening to this podcast, I was up all night um, racking my brain. Thinking of things that I can spend my money on once we get millions of dollars of the script. So if you hear me yawning, it's because I'm tired from. A, I because like I don't have you know one of the things I said I was going to buy with all that money is cocaine because I can use the cocaine to not be tired anymore. But I don't have that money yet, so I'm kind of like in a vicious cycle. I'm staying I'm staying up all night thinking about you know getting cocaine, so I'm never tired again. But because I'm up all night thinking about cocaine, I end up very tired. So if you hear me yawning. That's why. But this is, you know, this is hashtag no filter podcasting. You know, we're here, we're being real. And if you can't handle me at my yawning, you don't deserve me at my yawny, which is, you know, which is say with like, you know, long hair and playing whatever instrument yawny plays, you know, at the uh, Red Rocks. Yep, you got it. So anyway, aside from all that yawny talk, because I'm sure that's why people come to this podcast is to hear some yawny talk. They might. We I, don't know yet. I think that for the title, start with a man's name. Nothing yes. gets people in a theater like a man's name. People and love I was thinking, man's names. I was thinking that you know, a lot of a lot of these movies they revolve around a spy or mm-hmm. someone who's gone AWOL, and you got cool names like Jason and James and Ethan. And I was thinking something along those terms with Seth. Seth. Well, it's like Ethan, but with an S and no A-N. So, and then, so let's see. It's like Jason, but with basically all different letters. And, but it's like one syllable like James. And I mean, these are, but I mean, it's Seth and Ethan. They have a lot in common, both. Uh, very Jewish names. Uh, that's you know that <laughs> that could made... be a problem with that with that last Jedi remake uh, contingent. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely a potential for an issue there. But I mean, may I mean that relying on maybe you know Seth is a good name, but maybe we go very sort of like you know waspy with like the last name or something like that's not going to tip the hand too much. So Christ, is that an actual last name? <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be. I mean, I feel like that was like a, a moniker given to him by him. Of course, I mean uh, Jesus, who of course back in the day his name was spelled, I believe, I E S U S in the classic sort of a, a Jewish uh, sense. But uh, uh, I feel like it was sort of more like a denigrum given to him, like you know. Like kind of not unsimilar to John the Baptist, so I don't. I mean, nobody's last name is the Baptist. There was a rapper whose name was the Brat, but that's not the same thing. I don't think that was her last name for one, and for two, it was Duh D A because she was being colloquial with her. Um, and one time, she uh, exposed her breast on TRL on MTV, which is sort of the pinnacle of her career perhaps because she was not exactly the most famous rapper but she had um, she had a moment uh, there but i thought the pinnacle of her career was when she was on the tom green show mm, that was certainly the pinnacle i'm of sorry career. the uh the andy dick show excuse uh, me when he was playing tom green uh, okay because i was thinking that, i mean one person who's definitely the pinnacle of their careers at the tom green show phil Giroux. <laughs> and also Glenn that Public. is very true 
And Glenn. <laughs> yeah, who I looked up on Twitter one time. Glenn Hulpick's on Twitter, everybody. Glenn, if you're listening to this, uh, hope you're doing well. That Tom Green was a real piece of work, huh? What a wacky guy. He was married to uh, Drew Barrymore, and he had a cameo in uh, Charlie's Angels because at the time he was with Drew Barrymore. Uh, they were not together for very long, and then I believe she moved out from him to the drummer from The Strokes. There you go. There you go. But anyways, Seth Christ. Hmm, I mean, I like the way it sounds. My only concern is... Do people think it's gonna be like a religious movie? Like, are people gonna? But then again, is that a bad thing? If like we'll bring in like, I mean, because those like, well, you know, they they just like they just like shepherd in the, those church groups to exactly. these movies. They just like, like put I them mean, on buses. They're like, we're going to see Seth Christ, uh, whatever, sh- Shadow Agent or something. Yeah. Because like those movies, like all those religious movies, like the guys that dead movies, like Kirk Cameron movies, they're objectively made terribly. The acting's bad. The they have very poor you know like set design quality they're low budge you know the stories don't make like any sense but because they have a positive religious message religious people you know go see the shack or whatever sure octavia spencer is a great actress but she's slumming it to be in a movie like that she was in the shape of water for christ's sake seth christ's sake and like you know i mean she 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 she's won academy awards and stuff but i i so i think you know it may be a bit of a gamble but it may be a gamble that works out, you know, if we can keep our fingers crossed that these religious groups don't actually pay attention to anything about the movie other than the name. I think Seth Christ could work as the name of our, like, for our movie. And I presume then, like, maybe main character. We're not going to get quite there just yet. He could, he may, maybe he'll just be, like, a secondary character, but his name's in the title. It'll be, like, a twist or something. The main character's name will be, like, you know... Uh, Dirk Benedict, but not that because that's the name of the actor who played Face on the A Team. So it can't be Dirk Benedict. That although maybe if he played himself, but I don't know. He's up there in years now. He probably doesn't have it quite like he used to. But I like Seth Christ for the first part, the pre colon mm-hmm. part of okay. the movie name. Seth Christ colon what? Something intriguing but vague. That seems like it could be something, but also isn't definitely anything. So it can't be like, you know, like super spy, because that's like a thing. It's like a spy, and they're like the super. It needs to have some sort of, like, you know, or it could even, it doesn't have to necessarily be, I mean, a description of him. It could be a description of the situation he's in, like, you know, uh,. Storm warning, but maybe not that because that's sort of like a it could be like you know Seth Christ frantic reckoning or something Ooh, like that. Yeah, uh, uh, Seth Christ uh, ballistic reckoning, something like mm. that. Playing on a little, taking the best part of that X versus Sever yeah, title, the ballistic part. Mm-hmm. And that's like you know, and then it's not just like because reckoning that's very serious, you know. Do you, ever think, do you ever think that maybe Ballistic X was ever, like, the movie was originally called Ballistic, and they're like, this doesn't make any sense. Add the first two, to the, the the main characters into the title, too. I'm like, I don't and, know, X versus Sever. And let, and let them know that they're versing each other. So it's not, you know, because it can't just be Ballistic, X and Sever, because it's like, well, okay, X and Sever. I mean, that's interesting, I guess. I mean, those are interesting names, X, but it's E-K-S and, and Sever, which is a thing and not a name. You know, but then they're, they're versing each other. That's, you know, 
people love, you know, when things. I mean, that's why people love Bulls versus Blazers, the video game. Mm-hmm. That's you know, why they and, love uh, Sport Jacket versus Blazers. Mm-hmm. They love all everything. That's why they love Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. You know, it's also yeah, the that's why so people love that movie. Yeah, I mean, but see, now we don't just have a reckoning. A reckoning is very serious. People know that's super serious, but it's not any. It's not your. This is not your daddy's reckoning. Mm-mm. This reckoning is ballistic. Which is, you know, it reminds people of guns, and everybody loves guns. There's, no, mm-hmm. there's definitely no bad connotations with guns anywhere in the world. Nope. At the moment. Anything that's ever happened with a gun has probably... Um, you know what? Not even going to finish the thought. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so... And also ballistic. Like, oh, he's going ballistic. He's going... But people will be like, is Seth Christ going to go ballistic? Is it his reckoning, or is he reckoning upon other people? So it's vague enough, but it's definitely very vivacious mm-hmm. in a way. So, I mean, people are going to be intrigued. They'll be intrigued by the name Seth Christ, and they'll be intrigued by the idea of a ballistic reckoning because they don't and, know what that means, but they know both those words. Yeah, every movie should be a bit of a mystery where you know some things, you know everything, but ultimately you know nothing. Exactly, Mundo, as the Fonz would say. Hey, so we got a title. Yeah. And it's Seth Christ Ballistic Reckoning. That's, I mean, now I know basically in my head exactly what kind of movie this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, see, that's why you got to come up with a title first. Like, if we didn't have this title, we'd have nothing. But now we know exactly what kind of we movie We would just we be tapping a pen on that legal pad like we're fucking David E. Kelly. Just doodling babies in the margins <laughs> of our yellow notepad being like, Oh, I wish I had a computer here so I could animate this baby. Instead, we just put this baby to bed, and that baby is episode one. Mm-hmm, yeah. People, I'm sure, you know, the excitement's already building. I mean, obviously, I know the excitement's building within me, because yeah. now it's like, I can, like, open up Final Draft and be, like, typing, like, go away from the template for the actual script and go to the separate title page section and just put in Seth Christ, colon, Ballistic Reckoning... A screenplay by Chris Morgan and Matt Shimkowitz. I'm just putting them in alphabetical order is all. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Well, when no I get my copy of it, I'm going to flip them. Fair enough. And then when we send them out, we'll send out both copies just so that's even playing field for the two of us. Yep, if, yep, yep. If we even need to do that, if we don't sell the script through the podcast, which we very well might, because, I mean, people are going to be real excited for what they hear coming in the upcoming episodes as we go episode by episode as we write the script more and more and more and more and more until it is done. And it'll be glorious at that time. But for now, we'll have a title and a dream and a scheme to make all the chicks cream like Grease Lightning. <laughs> yep, so... Uh... Why don't we uh, make, like, uh, Summer Lovin'? It happened uh, so fast. It so fast. <laughs> because, so, yeah, we're going to make a fast exit out of here. Sh- should we tell people uh, how to... To listen maybe... to this podcast? Yeah, we should do that, but not on the podcast. We should do <laughs> that, that in that, reality. Yeah. Let people I'll, know. I'll, I was also thinking maybe we should tell people if they, a way that they want to get in contact with us uh, to, you know, share oh, their yeah. excitement. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, at the moment, we don't have anything specifically for this Yeah, we want to know what people want in the movie so we yeah. can just take yeah. their ideas and make them our own. 
Yeah, we'll take any idea. If we read it, and mm-hmm. uh, if we read it, we'll put it in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but right now, there's not any specific social media for the Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster podcast. That surely will be coming in the near future. Until that period of time, though, uh, I am on Twitter at ChrisXMorgan. And I'm on Twitter at M. Shimkowitz. So for now, you can contact. You can put us both into one message, though. You can message both of us by just putting mm-hmm. both of our usernames in there. Or you can write us each individual messages with the same sort of information in it. Or write us two separate messages. If you like me more than Matt or you like Matt more than me, perhaps you'll be very friendly and gregarious to one of us and very taciturn and uh, matter-of-fact to the other. That's fine. No worries you know, on our end. Just you know, as long as you're listening, as long as you like one of us. If you don't like at least one of us, though, uh, we're very sorry. We'll try better mm. next time. We're trying here. And we will see you for episode two of Chris and Matt of Write a Blockbuster coming soon to a podcast near you. One, two, three. Cool. <laughs>